In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place. Welcome to Destination Delicious. Today, Drew Wooten, who is the bar manager at Old Dominic Distillery, is in the studio with me. And we are going to have a lot of fun things to talk about. First, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is leading the way the world understands, treats, and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. And families never receive a bill from St. Jude because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. Visit stjude.org to join the St. Jude Mission. Finding Cures, Saving Children. Hello, Drew. Hi, how are you? I am well. How are you? Doing great. Long time no see. We've spent a lot of time together here recently. Absolutely. Been working on a, a story about the upcoming birthday at the bar. And that's what we're here to talk about. So, Fantastic. Coming up Thursday. Thursday, yeah, Thursday night. And this is to celebrate the 177th birth date of Dominico Canale. Yes, that was our founder. Uh, this was a pre-prohibition brand. He was in the uh, grocery distribution business, and he also sold whiskey. And uh, he, uh, this is his birthday. He would be 177 years old today. Uh, it- and, and that you know, I just I just used the distinction. I don't know if anybody caught this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna point it out. Mm-hmm. I said birth date instead of birthday because for some reason, doesn't birth day sound like you're still celebrating? <laughs> it does. If, well, and I don't know. I mean, that occurred to me all like about five or ten seconds ago. Whenever I said it, but I when I was talking about this last week, of course, I was also saying it's his birthday. He is not alive. No, <laughs> you know, he would be very old. Yes, he would. It's like he's there. We have about a <clears throat> six foot painting of him. Uh, holding a rooster in the bar area. So well, so let's just talk for a second, and then we're going to go all into the party. But Old Dominic is a cool place. So yes. you do have, right, the big thing, and you've got the whole, there's this this legend of mm-hmm. these these roosters. So mm-hmm. uh, I thought, I just thought they were guineas because they're black and white spotted, um, you know, hens. And right. that's what, you know, you think of as guinea fowl as black and white spotted stuff. You grew up in the country too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I talking did. about. Yes. <laughs> so you're Munford, right? Yes. You're, you're Tipton County. Well, my folks are Fayette County, but I bet we had the same kind of chickens running around. Probably. In, in we didn't have county. them in our yard necessarily, but I've seen a lot. <laughs> we didn't either, but they were yeah. all over the street. I mean, you know, like the little back roads and everything. <laughs> right. So, um, anyway, that's what I thought it was. And I was set straight. It's actually a Dominicker. Rooster. rooster, yes. And this was uh, just coincidental that it was named that the rooster is a Dominicker and his name was Dominico, right? It was, yeah. I think back then there were a lot more breeds, you know, they weren't as mass produced on the uh, factory farms and everything. So there were different breeds that people preferred. And this was, it looked good for the, it was in our uh, advertisements and everything. They had two of them kind of about to fight in some of the old advertisements. This but, has uh, gone back to the grocery days. Yes, right. uh, back to, um, you know, pre-prohibition, 1800s, uh, you know, old time, you know. So, yeah. Right. So, that's where that rooster came from. And it's still part of our logo today. And there's little so. stuffed ones all around. Yeah. You can pick them up, play with them, buy, buy them, them. Yeah. do whatever you want to do with them. Yeah, we like the buy them part the best. But, <laughs> well, yeah. but yeah, they're all over. I like They, look, play they look neat. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Do. They're fun. I held on to one for, uh, we tried to do the little bar video, but do you, I did realize, I did finally realize that the one that we ended up going with, mm-hmm. the uh, the rooster was out of the picture. It's okay. Uh, no. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> um, so the birthday at the bar is going to celebrate 
what uh, you know the anniversary. It's just a right. party. You right. come, come yeah. have drinks. There's no you don't have to pay to get in or anything. No, just not enjoy at all. the bar. But here's something. So I've known Drew. I don't even remember when it, where I first. It, it, yeah. yeah, some years. Mm-hmm. But he he's an interesting bartender. I think you know. I think there are, you know, it's a good size handful. I'm not saying a handful meaning yeah. five, but there's a you know a couple of handfuls of really um, talented bartenders in town who who make a point of doing interesting things. And Drew's certainly one of those. And I, every time I've ever seen you, whether you were working at Alchemy or if you were. You know, just over at Sweetgrass, or you were at Southern Social, or or some of the other places that uh, that I've known. Where else mm-hmm. have we? You, we're always in anyway. Yeah. He always has some new drink right. that he is interested to tell me about, and I'll always say, "If you don't like it, you don't have to drink it." And but I always <laughs> like it because you make great drinks and you make them with really interesting ingredients. So, just like to try different things, right. you know. And it's uh, you do a lot of reading, a lot of research if you like that, and. Uh, you know, there's so many things behind a bar to play with and not just the liquors, but, you know, I like making syrups and uh, things like that, that, you know, take a little prep work. But, you know, I tend to make the ingredient like that first and then figure out what to do with it, you know. That's actually the first time I met you was when you were, there was a drink and it was some kind of a tiki drink, but it had mm. the orja. Yeah. And and I don't like orja right. because it has that almond extract, yeah. and I hate almond extract. And you said, "No, try this. I make it myself." And it tasted completely different. Oh yeah, it was, it was it's delicious. real almonds, right. you know, and it's a little more labor intensive. But you know, if you're in a restaurant, even you have all the tools to do that, you know, and it's a little e- cleanup's a little easier than it is at home. It's just, uh, you know, fun stuff to make. You know, I make a falernum now, which is similar, more like a spiced version of that. Uh, Tell everybody what falernum is. So you take toasted almonds, you take cloves, nutmeg, uh, fresh ginger, and uh, you crush everything up. You know, you crush the almonds and then you let it. So normally it would call for rum. Uh, I use our still whiskey. We don't make rum, so I don't use rum because we don't make it. Uh, and then it's also got, I feel like I'm forgetting. So, oh, uh, Typically I, I calls for you, yeah, you're forgetting yeah. Typically that. calls for lime zest. I use grapefruit zest in this, a little bit of a different flavor. You let all that soak for a day, and then you filter it. You have to really squeeze all the liquid out of the almonds, and then you sweeten it with a whole bunch of. I use a demerara syrup, mm-hmm. and uh, you're done. It's simple. And, and it's, it's delicious. Yeah, it's really good. It's it, like it a spiced really almondy syrup. Well, here's the the reason that we just told you about all the things he likes is because here's the really interesting thing. So you went to go you go to work at Old Dominic, and you have access to none of that. You you can't uh, if you want to turn around and reach for a, a bottle of Fernet, you're not going to have it unless y'all make it right. Tennessee and we Law, do make a Fernet. That's, Fernet, yeah. that's mm-hmm. right. You do because you have because y'all have this great uh, production facility there. But because they have a bar at Old Dominic, they um, they have to have more than just bourbon, vodka, and occasionally gin if it's in production. Right. Because what are you going to do with just those things and nothing else? That's not a whole yeah. lot. So what they um, so what they've done is they make their own things there. You have. You want to list them for me? Yeah, we have an Aquavi. We have a an orange liqueur. It's an orange curacao. We have a bitter orange. It's kind of like a uh, Campari, a little more bitter. Uh, we have a Fernet, and we have an Amaro. And then we have our uh, coffee vodka that we also sell uh, on site you know, until it sells out, which won't be too long. And then we have our core products, our uh, two vodkas, You know, one being the straight vodka, mm-hmm. the other being the Honey Bell. 
Uh, we have our Hewling Station whiskey and our Toddy, which is a whiskey liqueur flavored whiskey. And we're going to talk about how you use all those things when we come back from our break. The Destination Delicious podcast is brought to you by FedEx. FedEx delivers more than just packages or pallets. We deliver possibilities. Here's the interesting thing to me so much is when I came down here and you told me that they're making all these things and you had the things set out for me and said, here, taste things. Well, first of all, I'm still going to, you will never, ever <laughs> live it down. So Alex Castle is the, uh, she's the master distiller, right. senior vice president, young woman, 32, 33 years old. I'm she's, not going to get into that. She, well, yeah. she is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, very successful. I mean, you know, at a young age and does a great job and, um, so you said, here, you know, try this. And so I took a, a sip of the absinthe and thought my head was going to explode. I mean, my water just sprang to my eyes. And she said, the first thing you tell somebody, don't even tell them what it is. Tell them it's 135 right. proof. And that hurt. It yeah. Hurt me. It hurt. You hurt my heart, Drew. You I'm so used to tasting alcohol, I guess, that I, you know, doing tastings and things. I don't even think of that. Yeah. But I would take a tiny, tiny sip. First. Well, but, I did take a tiny, yeah. tiny sip. I, I didn't shoot that. I knew better than that. Right. But, but so the, ab, so she's made for you absinthe. Yeah. She's made the aquavit, uh-huh. we just talked about. Now tell people what aquavit is. Aquavit, uh, I would call it similar to a gin, except instead of juniper, they're using one of two things, uh, caraway or dill as the main ingredient, uh, the main flavoring. Uh, we use caraway in our version. And it's kind of a Nordic uh, spirit, you know, cold weather uh I call my drink the Norseman that it goes in, but uh, it's really big. It's sold quite a few brands in America, but it's not as big here as it is, you know, over there, obviously. But uh, yet, when you, um, but with the predominant, the predominant nose to yours is cumin. Yeah, yeah, it's, but you can, and there is cumin in it, but yeah. it is these. And I get a lot based. of caraway. You know, it's yeah. like it's the, the rye the, bread of drinks. You it, know, it's delicious. Yeah, it is good. It's very good. You yeah. can now, but can people? By the way, if I just come to your bar and say mm-hmm. I want a shot of aquavit, can I have that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The yeah. Um, okay, good. I didn't know if I could. I'm not going to do that. By yeah, the way. it was pretty strong too. But yeah, it, but it was delicious. And then, um, <clears throat> so you have at your disposal these six liquors right that you can take and mix with your core products right now what you don't have you can't have any wine products there right no so and y'all will never be able to as far as uh, that's a question i'm not sure if there's a way around that it would be a um i don't know that's not a question for me it, it's uh, more of a production thing i don't know if the licensing allows us to use wine or i know it doesn't at the moment but uh there might be a, a way around making a vermouth i'm not sure so if I came in and I wanted a ver- uh, if I wanted a uh, martini, I wouldn't be able to get it with vermouth. Right, I would just have exactly. to either have we have olives, olive juice. You could get a dirty one, you know. Just you no have the vermouth. vodka, so yeah, it would you exactly. wouldn't really be getting a martini, but you would be getting a dirty martini, right? Which is right. Do you even put vermouth in a dirty martini? You know, I do, but do you? uh, you'd be surprised how many people don't want or think they don't like vermouth, uh, but. Because most vermouths and most a lot of bars are stored improperly. They're not refrigerated. So they sit out on a shelf and they get bad. Talk about that for a minute. Not just vermouth, but all wine-based spirits. Yeah, it's Tell a wine-based thing. You know, once you open it, you really have a 
limited shelf life, you know, and bars that don't use it very much, you know, they've had a bottle sitting there for six months or a year on the shelf. It's going to go bad. It's wine based. It's just like a bottle of wine at home. It's going to turn, you know, turn to, it'll oxidize. It'll turn to vinegar eventually. So you need you know. to, things like vermouth. Um, what about, is Capaletti? Capaletti's one? wine based. Yeah. There are quite a few out there that are. I have, uh, I, I know the vermouth, the Capaletti, um, what else do I have that I have to, I just, you just put it either back in your little wine cooler yeah. or in your wine fridge. I right. actually have. Yeah, exactly. You know, <clears throat> and just, keep them or in there. drink it quickly, you know, is an easy way to do it. But, well, uh, but mean, it's a, it's a small modifier. So yeah. Long. I mean, yeah. that, you can only make it go that fast. Yeah. <laughs> you just well, vermouths are good ounces. straight if they're a good vermouth, you they know, are. or on the rocks. They're fantastic. We know but, an uh, upside down martini is um, where you do half, more vermouth. Like, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it's two thirds vermouth and one third gin. Right. I think that's what Julia yeah. Child used to drink. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. I yeah. remember trying it at some point in the past. I like vermouth too. Yeah. I like Spanish vermouths. Oh, yeah. They're very good. A lot of them are sherry based. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. They are. They're a little bit, they're sweet, they're smooth. Just put an orange peel in there with those. Yeah. Delicious. They're very anyway, good. Anyway, back to, back to <laughs> old Dominic. Yeah. So you have now, you, when you made a drink for me the other day, that was a tiki drink, uh-huh. but you didn't have rum. Like you said, right. y'all don't make rum. So there's no rum there. You use, you're calling it still whiskey. Which is just completely unaged. It's right. Before it, sees any, it, before it goes in the barrel at all, right. right? Y'all, this tastes just like corn. It's incredible. Exactly. Yeah, this is 100% corn uh, in the mash bill for this, so it's all corn. But, you know, before you age it, you really get the flavor of the grains uh, more than anything, you it- know. It's just, well, you were telling me, like, when you go on, you went on a tour somewhere where they have you, like, rub it on your hands, yeah. and you can smell the corn on your hands. Once the alcohol evaporates, you can smell whatever uh, grains uh, go into it. Well, you could, <laughs> I was just shocked when I tasted it, yeah. and could, you know, that it was just so clearly the taste of corn that came through. But you took it to make this drink, mm-hmm. and in place of rum, you used the still right. whiskey, and then you added a little altati, which put some of the spice and uh, made it, I think it made it taste more like rum by adding that. Yeah, the Toddy's great. I mean, it's got a lot of clove in it, uh, some cinnamon, just spicy things, which go in a lot of tiki drinks. Or a lot of it's a really good modifier, and it's good on its own. But uh, and then add a little coconut syrup, as well as the falernum that we were talking about earlier. Right. And I put our amaro in there as well, and uh, a little lime juice. And, that's and, it. and you also added, eventually, a little dash of Fernet. Dash of Fernet. I kind of use that like forgot. I would a bitters. Yeah. 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 It's easy to forget. But you but you can use the Fernet like bitters. Fernet, yeah. of course, is extremely bitter. Yeah, and, exactly. And yeah. almost ruined because of the way it goes around now with people taking huge shots of it. And, you know, it, that's not how that's not how it's meant to be consumed, right. people. That, that's not – you're not going to like it if you do it like that. You have to just sip it. it it's – Way to do it. Not like it might be a little strong, but but yeah, it's not meant to be shot. But you, you think that people who shoot it will like it? I've maybe shot a couple shots of Fernet before, well, but uh, I, I do like sipping it as well. I believe that I I can believe that you have shot a couple of shots of Fernet. <laughs> I did it one time right. because you know you've got that whole Fernet that Fernet coin game. Yeah, and I didn't have a coin. I have coins, but I didn't have a coin, and um. And so I shot the shot, and honestly, I said, okay, that's it. I, I used to love Fernet. And it's I very, very bitter. Very bitter. Yeah, and, it, and astringent. And 
I mean, it's just totally unforgiving. Yeah. There's no sugar. There's no no not behind at it. all. But it is actually all that said. It's a lovely thing, isn't it? It really it is. Really, yeah. And it's, yeah. But do it right. Don't do exactly. It like that. Yeah. So now y'all are getting ready to add some food also, right? Uh, we'll be doing uh, five items from the Great Canary. should be the uh, end of the month. Uh, that'll be a neat thing. You know, you can order it there and uh, they'll bring it over. It'll be a, just a good way to, you know, it's mostly small plates, but mm-hmm. uh, their menu's fantastic. So it's... So y'all actually even share a door. I mean, yeah. you have, you each have your own access, but you have a common hallway. Right. And they're, you're just right across from each other and like the... The ladies' room, the men's room, right? Exactly. Out there yeah, same building, same yeah. area, right? Yeah. And Gray Canary is, I guess. I mean, when it opened, it was sort of like that was going to be the restaurant at Old Dominant. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're two distinct things, but yeah, they two are different there things, in the but, building. Uh, we like each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I like you both too. <laughs> we all do, so it, it works out well. Tell me about the tours at Old Dominic. Uh, the tours we do them uh, Thursday through Sunday from one o'clock, and then we do them uh, every hour, and uh, they're really neat. You kind of go over. You start out with a little of the history of it, and then you kind of go through the production process. Uh, not quite in order, but it's just uh, fantastic. It's really informational. Uh, really, a lot of good information, and people just. Uh, People seem to really enjoy it. You know, we've got some great tour guides that uh, make it interesting. It's fun, too. If you've yeah. never been on a tour of, I mean, things, It's there's nothing dry about it. It's no, fun no. where you can, I mean, the equipment itself is just interesting it's to look at. It really to is. to just even look at that. But seeing, the, seeing them actually doing it, you know, and seeing, you know, the uh, grain fermenting and everything, it's really neat. And to, you can watch. You can watch it go through the little charcoal process. Yeah, which is for all Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey. whiskey. Yes. Now, y'all, I, 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 did we discuss this? Are y'all getting ready to make a Tennessee whiskey? We are making a Tennessee whiskey, a wheat whiskey, and a high rye bourbon uh, right now. Right. And uh, the Tennessee whiskey will be released uh, sometime next year. It's they're all aging in barrels. We have a lot of barrels on site, and then we also have a, a warehouse uh, where we keep more barrels. The but what you have. All the time. You have the Hewling Station. Right. Which is the, the high rye bourbon, yeah. And then you have the old, the old Toddy. The Toddy, yes. Toddy, the Toddy is a whiskey-based. Uh, it uses the same whiskey as a base, but it's uh, spiced. It's got a lot of clove, a lot of cinnamon, uh, some black pepper, uh, orange peel, grapefruit peel, uh, lemon rind that kind of soak in it. And then they sweeten it a little bit, so it's slightly sweet. It's delicious. It is its own, delicious. But yeah, it really I agree. is good. Yeah, it'd be good. On its own, yeah. good in a, good a cocktail, good in a little tea, maybe. Absolutely. It would have been really good for these colds that I, I'm yeah. fighting and you're fighting. I mean, that's the type of, it's like a, a toddy uh, that you don't have to mix up. Before Prohibition, good. they sold it medicinally. You know, they did a lot of liquor yeah, they like did, that. They did a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much yeah. good it did, but uh, yeah, they did that. And, you know, they were able to find an old bottle of the toddy a few years ago. Because they didn't have the recipe. They had all sorts of advertisements for it, all sorts of records about how it sold and, you know, everything, but no recipe. Well, they found a bottle and were very excited and tasted it, you know, and it was awful because it was a hundred and something years old, Mm -hmm. but they sent it to get reverse engineered and they were able to come up with the recipe that we use today based on the original recipe. I don't know that I've known that. Yeah, I, I yeah. might have heard that somewhere along the way, but if if so, it's not coming back right now. That's interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah, it really. That is. You can reverse engineer something. So I mean, I guess it just goes out to a lab and they yeah, tell you this was what like was that. in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. How, how fascinating that. that and it was kind of a necessity, you know, because with the grocery <laughs> distribution, part of that was a uh, fruit cart. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, a lot of these fruits, believe it or not, it's kind of hot here uh, in the summer, mm. would go bad. So they'd throw them in some whiskey and, you know, sweeten it a little bit. And it was a way to preserve some of that as well. So Dominico started out with a fruit cart, right? A fruit cart, yeah. He, worked for, he moved here and he worked for his uncle. And then mm-hmm. uh, six, years, six or seven years later, he started his own, uh, started Deacon Alley Company, which uh, still is family owned today. And they're still in grocery distribution as well as some other things, but, uh, you know, still run by the family. And uh, that's kind of our parent company at Old Dominic, I would say. The And, of course, that was the big beer distributor for a long time. Right. Still does. Yeah, they still do some beer, right? Uh, no, no. No beer at all? They sold that a few years ago. Okay. After Prohibition, we had all these refrigerated warehouses and refrigerated trucks. Mm-hmm. So uh, Anheuser-Busch, uh, you know, partnered with us because it was a great, you know, I, I, there weren't very many people with that sort of refrigeration capabilities. And particularly, right. Exactly. Back then. Right. So, yeah, that was, that was a big deal. Well, I think that, I think Al Dominic has just been, uh, it, it's a great asset to Memphis. It's fantastic having it down in that South Main District. You're on South Front. What is it? 306 South Front? Something. It's, yeah. It's, it's right there, yeah. right? Right uh, at the corner of. Cross front. from Gus's. That's, That's right. a great landmark that people it, know. Exactly across <laughs> the street from Gus's Fried Chicken, which is. Wow, the little it's stuffed delicious. chickens want yeah. to be over on this uh, your <laughs> right. side of the street. Um, go on down on Thursday, enjoy. But the bar is open when, Drew? Tell me. Uh, the bar opens uh, Wednesday at four, and then uh, Thursday at two. We're open till ten o'clock both those days, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we open at noon, and uh, we're open at eleven until eleven on Friday and Saturday, and nine on Sundays. And if you when you go there, you will get a. Whatever your cocktail is, it will be everything made in Memphis. Exactly. Anything yeah. that has alcohol in it has to be made on premises, so it's all made there in house. Absolutely. But you're the only distillery with the bar, so you're the only place in town doing that. And one of the very few really in the country doing that. I've been looking it up, and there are some. There are, there are others. There are a few, yeah. There are others, but some state law will allow them right. to. You can you know, have everything. You can bring in what you want. Yeah. So uh, Tennessee doesn't. There's a few, some other states that don't. Apparently Kentucky will allow you to serve other spirits. Right. So, so a lot of the distillery bars, you can get what you want. Yeah. But here, it's all made in-house. Yes, absolutely. Well, Drew, thanks for coming on. Thank you. And um, we will see you on Thursday for Birthday in the Bar. Fantastic. 177 years. Yes, exciting. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from the Daily Memphian anywhere you get podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Eat Drink Memphis and keep up with our monthly events at dailymemphian.com slash delicious. For the Destination Delicious podcast, I'm Jennifer Biggs. We deliver olives, Greek sandals, and everything you need to relive that perfect trip to the Mediterranean. But what you really get when FedEx knocks on your door is so much more. FedEx delivery. Memories. What we deliver by delivering. 
in-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.